0: Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are going to discuss the fourth episode in the second season of Vikings Valhalla entitled The Thaw, written by Ian McNami, directed by Monika Mitchell. This one was very much a mixed bag of feelings. I didn't really enjoy it. Even the stuff in The Kievan Roos, while slightly intriguing, not enough of. And thus, the rest of the episode suffered because that's the place I wanted to be and not anywhere else. Everything else, just I, I could kind of care less about. This Emma Godwin, I was intrigued with it, but now that it didn't end the way I was thinking, like I was thinking Geetha and... Godwin were in cahoots and set up this poor girl Avelwyn, especially when Geetha not to get all up into it already admitted that Canute doesn't care about my happiness he just wants me to make it advantage advantageous marriage and so I was gonna be much more intrigued if they really did Dirt like this and it was not just godwin and the power of his dick as stated i wish we had had a much longer time of emma being in favor because we know historically that godwin wins but for a long time emma triumphed So to so quickly have her dethroned as the most trusted confidant of Canute feels, I don't know, It, it doesn't necessarily feel earned at quite this time. And with quite so obvious a fucking plan, in my humble opinion, and then Emma straight up lie. Talk about I've known for weeks. Really, nigga? But before I get too further into the review, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, a like, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. And here we go. Since we started in London, let's just go ahead and fully digest that storyline. Anthe- Ethelwynn is subjected to torture because Emma believes that there's something additional that she could have information about in regards to Godwin. And despite, I mean, I just, I just, I don't know I wish she would have simply let it play out I would not have let like okay if he really wants a son to be king well he marries this chick that's not gonna happen I would have played into his hand instead of playing in a manner that makes you look foolish granted she didn't have to go through a whole bunch of uh, torture just to get that information out But she could have kept talking to her, maybe giving her some wine. I feel like torture is simply just a stupid way. I know it's back in the day. It's just how people did things. But I would think for Emma to be there, I felt like she wanted to be in control more of her destiny and it became more about her ego than about her intellect and playing chess with this person. And I don't Like the idea is that Godwin wants to garner sympathy for Canute to go after who he really wanted, which was Geetha, which we saw him looking at as a prize to be taken from Canute the minute she showed up. This whole other thing, everything he put in place, and he even throws it in her face. Like, who's the one that first protected you? If I wanted you dead, he doesn't want you dead. He wants you regulated and him to gain more favor and because you decided to be so obviously uh opposing him like keep your friends close and your enemies closer i would think the emma i knew from season one was smarter than that and thus all of this the torture her dying and then geetha coming over and giving the 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 most awful looking pendant, if I'm being honest, (laughs) it's a wedding gift. And then her feeling very, you know, kind of jealous of the love that Aethelwynn got. Oh, it's just all so perfectly set up to work in Godwin's favor. And now Emma's just gonna sound like the, the boy who cried wolf. So now everything going forward. And Canute already offered his blessing. He was five steps ahead of you. And instead of, you know, catching up a little bit and then thinking about your moves, you just, you thought you were Godwin for five seconds. And I don't really like seeing this whole storyline play out because I don't fucking, I don't care about Godwin. I don't give a shit. I don't like you. Why do I want to see you come up? And then what <laughs> now I have to get, go watch Emma back and forth and back and, ah, that, I don't know if that's gonna play too well in season three I really don't I guess we're not gonna see Canute anymore I don't know we got four more episodes it's possible he might show up at some point I need to get my zaddy on but seriously seriously they could have done Emma a little bit better or at least make Godwin a little bit more insidious because uh, this felt a little lame. I loved her. Like who are you trying to convince? Because I'm not at all. A little bit those fake tears in your eyes. Everything about it, if you're asking if I love her. Oh come on. <laughs> you're a man who knows more than anything else, and you didn't think to check your soon to be wife to make sure she didn't have a brother that she was ashamed of in her family tree get the fuck out of here and everything that the information that's funneling in is coming through him <sighs> you needed to find more that's what she needed she needed allies and I don't feel like there's no allies around her which makes it also very um uh, unrealistic how this is being played out and thus, I'm getting very discouraged by watching it. Like, I don't want to go back and see what happens the next episode, because I already know geetha's going to be like, cry on my shoulder. And Godwin's going to like, I deserve compensation. And it's like, marry Geetha, because she's, you know, he's like, I've got feelings for her now. And then now he's going to be in the line of succession. And then Emma's going to be like. It all makes sense now, which he should have fucking did in this episode. And thus, I mean, the fact that someone died and was close to you and you just sitting on your throne all arrogant, like, oh, I made a mistake. What kind of shit is that? Oh, I felt like they railroaded her character. Let's move on to the absolute, because that's not the worst storyline is the Yomsburg. I do not like any of this. All of a sudden, yo, you're from what not even two days ago went from we don't we don't associate with these peasants to I'm in love with the woman that's singing that we've never seen you interact with other than one time. And now you two are making hard eyes at each other. And now I'm one with the people and telling my mother all about it and how things need to change. And then every time we see Freitas, she's just obliviously and more heavily pregnant. <laughs> Acting like she's in a fucking Enya video. Who
1: can say-
0: Everything about her arc is boring. I don't care about any of these people. And then Haker shows up and then decides that the best way to to deal with the refugee problem because we need them to be our labor is to murder them. What kind of bullshit is this? Because they are quote, superior to these mixed North breeds. <laughs> so Heavily disappointed in Yorinder. He has Freitas in prison talking about I made her a priestess because I decided. Like she decided to fucking come here. What? They, this story, these stories are getting nonsensical. They're just getting nonsensical, but at least she's no longer playing Faye with the children of the forest. And something might prompt her to fucking pick up a sword. And start acting like she's a warrior and not a damn priestess. Because that was never it. Why are you trying to tell me you can't take it? Like you're like, seriously, three feet taller than this guy. And he's, it doesn't seem like he's all that in a bag of chips. I love me the actor, but come on now. When he pointed the arrow and he was like, <sighs> I was just like, what are, what are we doing here, sir? What are we doing? So yeah, he massacres, massacres all the refugees, and that's not going to get out at all. cause problems. His son, that he who shouldn't really have turned so very quickly, clearly he was not indoctrined that hard. Which why would you expect him to be? Y'all send him out, and then you never made him part of what the plan was. He acted like he was surprised. I never wanted you to talk to him. I wanted them to work for us. What? You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. So all of that out of the way, let's then go to Kattegat where Olaf finally gets busy with Elsa 2.0.
1: Make it nasty. Make it nasty. Drop drop it on the bitch. Make it nasty. Make it nasty. Make it nasty. drop it on the bitch. Make it nasty.
0: And I'm convinced that she gave it to him just so that he would bring her son back because Savin has to go to Norway or to the Kievan Rus now when he gets a message that about a month ago, well, at least we know there's a month that has passed, but that still should not explain why Freitas has went from 12 weeks to four months, (laughs) four to six months in a short period of time. I made her priestess. No, I think she's touched. Stephen, though, did not seem too pleased about why Olaf was in his mom's chamber saying goodbye for that long. And I mean, come on, you didn't smell the sex coming off of him because he did not take a shower afterwards. He crawled right out of bed, put them clothes on. You can you can smell your mama's perfume all over him. You knew exactly what's going on. He's like. Yeah, well, you know, your daddy was efficient. I'm not. I'm your daddy now, boy. And off to, off to, to the Kievan roost they go because they're going to try to convince the uncle not to give aid. But what they don't realize is the uncle ain't giving no aid because he ain't got none to give. Which leads us back to Novgorod. Well, on our journey to constantinople where several things go wrong first uh, we have the arrogance of of harold coming through once again and i you know leif is a really leif is a great person because he he supports his sister in her vengeful quest he's supporting this idiot in his his claim for something that really don't belong to him right based on one man's promise that's not in a position to even guarantee said promise right right show you right on his way to become a fur trader to get money to hire his own army which you know mayhap mayhap he simply acts out like he's the only person out there in the world that might have something or an agenda to get done. And Leif has to be the supporting factor for him, even when he be fucking up and you should not be giving him pep talks. Like, you know, fortune favors the boat. It's like, yeah, it does. But patience is also a thing. So when the man who knows the fucking ice better than anyone else tells you we need to rest, you don't be like, well, I brought you along to not listen to your advice and do what I want to do. And then the sled gets stuck and trapped and they need to free it. And he's screaming and everyone's angry. There's a moment where the the slaver. Because the one chick, she really wants an opportunity. She's waiting for her opportunity. Oh, Jesus, let me kill this nigga. I think I would care more if I even knew what these people's names were. Like the blue scarf woman. She's with a uh, san Looks like he's trying to, you know, make a little bit of a life going forward. Because he happy to go back to Constantinople. It's like, shit, I ain't want to be in a Key Van Roo's anyway. You know how fucking cold it is over there? You know how beautiful Constantinople? I don't know how my black ass even ended up with all that damn snow and the cold degrees that is there. But how we can reinvest in this when it goes by so ever quickly? And it's uh, not even sure. I mean, she said one word. Tell me about Constantinople again. There is the the reveal that Vitamir's slave is not a slave at all but his daughter elena who he did not want to travel as a girl so had her travel as a boy i think i rather suspected that but i never said it out loud because i was just kind of like this is like an obvious reveal (laughs) so i just kind of left it alone but i didn't think it was his daughter um But unfortunately, we lost Vitamir this episode after he declined to give the uh, the slaver. He wanted a a, a, basically a reference. like, Hey, can you can you put in a word for me at court? And because the slave was like, fuck you, ain't nobody doing shit for you. He gone slap. Just you can't just put your hand on somebody else just because even if they are a slave. Like you don't have the right to discipline my What? Where in that universe does that exist? I would have beat the shit out of him. The shit out of him. (laughs) But once again, they stayed out of that drama because they knew what it was. There was moments between Leif and. Oh, I forgot her name already. Miriam, where he's learning to read he's learning to to use a compass he's becoming a scholar and she also knew that Vladimir was traveling with his daughter when he unfortunately falls into the ice because after they are able to get the sled out of the ice fixing fixing uh his mistake There is a ice dam and, uh, unfortunately, Vitamir and did we lose someone else? I thought maybe we lost someone else. Oh no. Elena did fall through the, through the ice too, but she was saved by Harold And uh, it's very unfortunate, very unfortunate that she lost her father. And everyone is like, oh, that's not a boy. It's a girl. And Harold's like, I put your father's treasure with my shit. I promised him I would get it to Constantinople and I will. I'm starting to think that whatever's in that chest, chest isn't the treasure as much as his daughter, the way he protected her but maybe she's going to present something to someone. I don't know. But I don't have that long to uh, to think about that because then we're done with that part of the episode. So I was very mad that the slaver was still alive, but I was happy that Khe <laughs> had survived. And I do think that you know, those looks that Harold and Leif exchanged, cause now Harold once again is gonna feel bad and Leif's gonna have to be like, it's okay. But they did make it out to the 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 river point where they needed to be, and they didn't run into any trouble other than the ice dam that led to only one death. So uh not not altogether horrible. And they said it was a month ago. So they're on their way. We have four more episodes to go. I hope things speed up in the way they should have from the get go with Freitas' storyline, which is her and the refugees wrecking shit. Because that's all I really want to see from that going forward. But since we don't even have the main protagonist uh, or antagonist, Olaf, going to be there, I don't think it's going to happen next episode. So I don't know how much I'll actually want to see what happens (laughs) in Jamsburg in the next one because everyone there is just disinteresting and unless Knut shows up I'm probably not going to care what happens in London those are my thoughts on the episode but we do have feedback so let's hop into the mailbag
1: What up, Sina? This is Mimi. Here's my feedback for Season 2, Episode 4 of Valhalla. Um, I was trying to listen to the like podcast that you dropped for 1 through 3. I only made it through to 2 because I, if I don't do this while Derek and Darren are at Derek's soccer practice, I know I'm not going to get it done because... They'd be all about my business, all up and everywhere I need to be, so I wanted to do it while they're gone. They're probably close to being home. I watched this last week, and I just didn't feel like sending feedback, so I'm sending it now. Um, first, I want to talk, um, I'm still not a fan of uh, Freitas' storyline. Um, I told you before that I really only care right now about what's going on with Leif and Miriam and uh, Harold. It's interesting, um, and now we got uh, ha- Kasan, Kass- K- Kisan, Kasan, and then the other people. And I'm very interested about the the princess um, that was that's you know with them on their boat on a sled. Um, but Freitas is like, it it got a little more interesting, I guess, you know, now that we see that, uh, King Arthur's, uh, uh, is not a very good person. I'm not quite understanding what is happening. Um, I am trying to fit like, I know he, like he's using these, these refugees as like a way to like make himself more wealthy but what's his end game is he trying to take you know war to the christians um is he really religious i'm not sure because like when he came like when freitas you know found the uh those like statues or whatever and she decided she was gonna you know create like a upsala you know we're gonna you know we're gonna do the things that we used to do and we're all gonna mingle together like let's stop this classism or whatever the case was I just to me it didn't make sense like what the end game was like they created this area for you know the refugees and the people that believe in the old gods but they're not acting like it um and now he's killing all of them and it looked like he took Freitas um as a hostage like what's What are you trying to do? I I don't know. And to be honest with you, I don't know that I care. And I I don't even, I honestly don't even understand what I'm supposed to do with this information. So it's making it less and less interesting for me. I like that, uh, is his name Bradley Cooper? No, that's definitely not it. Bradley, somebody Bradley. I can't remember what his name, I know he was Arthur in Merlin, but I don't remember what his real name is, Bradley somebody or the other. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um he's clearly a villain. Um he I just I just don't know what we're trying to do with him. Um he clearly was using um Freitas to get more people to come to Uppsala or the new or the new Kattegat or whatever the fuck. I think they said it's the new Uppsala, but that's clearly not what it is. It's just a, a way for these particular Vikings to recruit people. Um, I don't even know if they really believe in the old gods. Um, And speaking of, I mean, I know she's dead now, but that girl singing, her voice is so fucking annoying. If I heard someone that sounded like that, I would not follow them. I would actually go in the opposite direction. I was like, I don't know if her voice is supposed to be beautiful, but I fucking hate it. Every time she would open her mouth to sing, I got a uh, fucking annoyed as shit. Her voice was not pretty. And I don't think it was the song she was singing. Like, she was just doing notes. It was her voice. Like, I I don't know. I feel like if that same actress sang something with words, I would fucking hate it, too. I don't know. It just bothered me. And I kind of was excited when she died because then I don't have to listen to her fucking sing anymore. Um, so that was great. Um. The other thing was going on in um, London, England. It's going on in England. Um, is, you know, uh, Queen Emma killed Godrid's um, future wife. He had just got um, the okay from King Canute to marry her. And I, I just, in listening to your um Uh, like podcast I realized that I didn't really talk about Godwin and it was honestly because like I said I just wasn't interested in anything that was going on there like none of that shit was interesting to me um I never like I am always been suspicious of Godwin even when um like last season we we saw what he did to the the Emma's stepson she he killed him You know, he can't be trusted. So I never trust anything he's doing. Even now I'm trying to figure out what the end game is because I still think that he probably did have something to do with it. But he looked genuinely sad that um, his, you know, wife to be was murdered by Emma. It seems it seems like a very far fetched wraparound that he like set this up for her like half brother or her brother that she didn't even or half brother I don't remember what she said it was her brother that she hadn't seen in years to take the fall This like for her for her to look guilty and then Emma to torture her like I don't think he intentionally did did that I I was starting to believe that like maybe he really did care for her and um even when he told her okay just tell her I did it because this isn't about you it's about me and she like she didn't do it I was like, I'm starting to think maybe he was being honest about this and, you know, we, we were suspecting him and they wanted us to, but he really wasn't guilty. But now I feel like he's going to do everything in his power to make sure she is dethroned and Canute comes back and he lost power. This is my theory now. I didn't really think about it before because ever since last season, I didn't believe anything that man did. He just he just was a snake and um, like Littlefinger. Littlefoot. I don't know why I can't remember that stupid man's name, but you know what I'm talking about from the Game of Thrones. Both names is dumb. It's either Littlefoot, Littlefinger. Why you would want to be named that, I don't understand, but yeah, it's him. Um, he just reminded me of that character, and I never trusted that character, and I'll never trust Godwin. I feel like um, I, I always thought he was going to try and um, be with wasn't yeah because that was uh Forkbeer's daughter that was Emma's like handmaid or whatever I always thought he was going to use her and like use her to get what he wanted because he knew that she was the daughter of a king um now that I see that she had never fallen in love and now Godwin doesn't have the woman that he wanted I feel like he's going to going to be more manipulative now. That's just a theory. I really didn't think much about it until today when I was listening to your um, podcast, the ones that I missed. So we'll see. I, like I said, um, I don't even think I brought it up in the third one either, just because like I said, I just wasn't interested in anything that was going on there. But Emma did look pretty. She, she says she didn't care and she didn't, doesn't regret what happened, but she did look like she was Kind of sad she puts on a front a lot but I do think she feels bad that she killed um, whatever his wife's his future wife's name was his the woman he intended to marry um he, he she killed him and it, like she never it, if if she was guilty she never admitted to anything we know she wasn't but um so i think em, uh, emma knows now that she made a mistake but there's not much she can do with it, about it because the girl's dead already <laughs> and i love after she died and she was like wake her up like bitch that's not how it works like she literally died right in your face like what you think the torturer was gonna do he can't bring her back <laughs> dummy um and then the last thing i want to talk about is like i guess you know harold in his uh boat on a sled i didn't get that until last episode is that what he was planning on doing i thought it was a pretty cool thing i thought it was interesting i love how um everything played out um i also was like the whole time when the quote unquote slave or you know she didn't he didn't call her slave what did he call her sir I think maybe he did call her a slave. He was like, don't talk to my slave. And his slave kept talking back. I was like, that person's show ain't acting like a slave. And I was like, it's very slim. It's like, is that supposed to be a girl dressed up like a boy? But I was like, maybe that's just how they dress slaves. But the whole time, I'm like, that motherfucker got a mouth on them. Like, why do you feel like you could talk back? And why are you not punishing them? And why is he protecting?" Like, everything about that interaction between the okay he's not he's what is he a nobleman the nobleman and like uh the slave and the way the slave kept feeling like they were allowed to speak just didn't bode well with me I'm like something is not right about that relationship and then when uh the slave went to go get the robe and the the thing cracked and they went under and the way that The person reacted, like, running towards, I was like, okay, that's not a slave, I didn't know, I didn't expect it to be his daughter, I thought maybe it was, like, maybe, like, a, like, like a, like, some type of, like, I don't, I don't know what I thought it was, but I guess daughter never even occurred to me, because I couldn't understand why they would, would be dressed like a boy, but I was like, if it's his son, why would he pretend like he's a slave, I didn't know, like, I just felt like it was something strange about that relationship, so then, when, the tables were returned, return, were and the nobleman fell in. And um, Harold picked the the slave up, and I think at that point we were it was revealed that it was a girl. I don't remember exactly when we got that reveal. But then after everything went down, and the and the girl was on the the boat that's not 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 on the sled anymore. Now it's actually on a river because the water cracked. Um, we see that that's that was his daughter. And I was like, okay, now all of that makes sense. Because I was just, I thought maybe I was like reading into it too much and I was just a little off. But um, I was like, okay, now it makes sense why they had a mouth on them. (laughs) Um, But when he was like, you know, I promised your father I would get get that precious treasure or whatever, like priceless treasure or whatever, to uh, Istanbul, I'm going to do it and he was like I know where the chest is I'll protect it and I'm like okay Harold am I are you that fucking stupid <laughs> I think the treasure is her you idiot she is the precious treasure that needs to get to Istanbul I don't know why she would have to get there but it makes sense that he wouldn't want to send her by herself and maybe if he took her with who know I don't know what it, these uh what is it called uh the pin pinach the pin- pinage, um i I mean i do remember from watching you know uh black sales and 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 you know so far what i have experienced with vikings the way they treat women when they start when they take when they go to villages and and plunder it so i can imagine even if he took um her himself you know he's just a nobleman he doesn't know how to fight so it, it makes sense but i just can't understand why harold didn't put that together like i feel like he's smart when he wants to be but he's also fucking dense and he's being dense right now but I I do think I can't tell from her age but I do think she's a little bit older so we'll see she might be like a marrying age I'm only bringing that up because this might be where they're leaning to now that um Freitas is is no no longer with uh Harold and we see (laughs) that um Leif is intrigued with his uh, scholar, his uh, astronomers, um, and they got their little meetings and he's learning and we know she's dying. So I just feel like, you know, he might be her last ride. And I that was a pun intended. Um, and like I said before, I was kind of put off by her looking older than him. But seeing the the two actors together and seeing their chemistry and the way they respond to each other I actually I'm kind of shipping it I like it I don't think he can tolerate any more grief so I hope I'm wrong about her fate but that cough did sound a little covid um COVID wasn't a thing back then but you just pick all of the the fevers and the the diseases that they had back then she could have had any of those respiratory dysfunctions um and um you know she's just biding her time and she's A scholar and she reads and stuff because she know her life is limited. Who knows? She's clearly not married because she can come and go whenever she pleases. It seems like she has money. So I don't know how long her and Leif will have together, but I hope it's at least for long enough for him to, you know, get himself together. And if maybe if he knows she's dying, it won't be such a blow. I know that sounds weird, but just as someone who's been around hospice patients, um, knowing that your family member is going to die, like, it still hurts, but I think, you know, when they accept it, you accept it. And it's a little bit easier to take. Um, anyway, um, I think I'll end it here. I'm just going to go ahead to five. So until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the Couch, be me out.
0: Thank you, Queen Mimi, with your thoughts on the episode. We are on the same page on quite a few things, uh, except Four, I still think Godwin was behind it he's just couldn't conven- be it's too convenient for me that he would not know that she had a brother she was shamed of I just he's just too much oh I heard the the whispers and like he's putting himself out there to be a little finger type so if you're putting yourself out there to be a little finger type then I can't look at you like oh this was past your, your understanding I think he certainly is trying to get into Canute's better graces. Do I think he thought it would go this far? I think he thought maybe, you know, or he could be horrified at what he did. Or, um, you know, she was an ends to a meet, ends to meet. Because in his mind, I didn't do what Emma did. She te- She tortured her uh i told her not to do it i gave her an out i said let me question her you know so i think he totally did it i think he um knew this was a possibility but he rolled the dice and sure he may feel bad why wouldn't he feel bad he's been sticking his dick in her for quite some time for this type of scenario to be played out and i think he played into Emma's insecurities and she was caught unawares and by the end of the season it'll be revealed that he was behind it the whole entire time just because it's too convenient like he said why would you put it out there in the world that you want your son to be king and you ain't even close to being in the line of succession nor is the woman that you're currently in bed with talking about having a marriage with would be that's why I got mistaken with like, oh, he must be talking about Geetha. Um, and I thought they switched out the actresses. But no, there's just no reason why. That, that's a dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. I'm with you on the singing, though. I started skipping through. I was like, whoa, what is this shit? Um, I think she feels bad, Emma. But you're right she ain't gonna admit to anything she ain't gonna admit to fucking up just like she gonna talk about I knew about the relationship for weeks like bullshit like even if I believed you I don't believe you <laughs> if the show's trying to convince me that it did a piss poor job because I'm not convinced you knew jacked at least shit you just didn't want to seem like you didn't have your ducks in a row but if you are gonna play that game then why didn't you have your ducks in a row Why didn't you have your little birdies out there doing the exact same thing? You're the fucking queen. All right. You didn't have to put all the power in Godwin's hand. But you also have to think about it like this. In England, Anglo-Saxon England at this time, and even though Vikings were a little bit more uh, turning to Christianity, that meant women do not rule. Women do not have the power. So it's a man's world, Emma and... You should have known someone was going to want to be the voice and not you. <laughs> like the minute your husband left you, you should have had your daggers up and been prepared for all assaults, having your juicy dirt. Um, with the girl, Elena, I believe is her name. I thought she was the daughter of someone else, but I was surprised that she was his daughter. But yeah, I did get the indication that she was the treasure more so and he was escorting her. But I thought maybe he was escorting like she's the daughter of a noble ben or something like that. And then, you know, I drop her off. I get my my reward and then I split it with uh, or I gave some to to Harold. But yeah, Harold is thick. He's very thick. He's starting to become my least favorite character. I mean, after Freitas <laughs> everyone else they're just ho- who they are but I started liking Harold now every time he's on the screen it's just ugh. he's just annoyingly arrogant and it's too much I will say though I don't know about Miriam surviving I do know that Lave has to make his way to America so I think he probably is about to get hurt in love once again <laughs> so sad to say but uh i i don't i don't think i don't think that this is a long-lasting relationship and i'm with you though if if this is my last ride that's the kind of ride that that's the kind of ride the last ride i would want to go out on because that would be one hell of a ride Ride, ride, I do not think I gave my score for this episode. I gave it a 7.8 out of 10. It's not one of my favorites. Uh I think the weakest of the season thus far. If you want to send feedback once again, blackercouch at gmail.com. Socials will be below. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. real hard. real
1: hard.